0: It's time for our 360 round, right? We have 160 companies reporting in the S&P 500. We're previewing UPS earnings, which will be released before tomorrow morning. So let's get our panel going here. Kim Forrest, Founder and Chief Investment Officer with Boca Capital Partners. And Scott Schneeberger is with us, Managing Director for Business and Industrial Services Equity Research at Oppenheimer. Thank you both for being with us. So Kim, I'll start with you. What do you think? I mean, does this company, is it, is it well positioned? It still has a fairly new CEO. Does it have pricing power? Can it battle FedEx? Your thoughts?
1: I really think that UPS is uniquely well positioned for a couple of reasons. First of all, don't throw this out with the stay at home trade. This is a different company. It's undergoing new leadership and it's important because the CEO, Carol Tomei, has come in from Home Depot. Generally, UPS loves their homegrown talent, who started off as a driver or in a where or you know, a, a logistics position. And she came in from the outside and has different ideas. Her ideas were to get rid of the less than profitable customers and concentrate on good customers, good paying customers. So um that is some of the reasons why I'm looking at UPS with um, some hope here, even in today's tumultuous market.
0: Yeah. And Scott, your thoughts? I mean, so certainly uh, sounds like Kim thinks this is one that's well positioned and doing a lot of the right moves at this point. Scott, your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I would agree with Kim. The um, we, we like new management, Carol in particular. Um, know she's has a focus on revenue quality on on cost controls obviously important in this environment and on on capital allocation so we like everything the company's done in her now roughly two-year tenure and uh we think it's well positioned going forward we've seen the surge obviously in e-commerce and business to consumer activity that's come back in a little bit in um in, in recent months and quarters Versus the very high levels, but it's still growing. We think that continues to move forward, um, and and then business to business that has started to come back. Uh, you know, we have a bit of a tumultuous market market and um, and an uncertain um, geopolitical environment right now, but I think that we're going to see enough strength. Um, in the economy, that uh, that that business continues to do quite well with this focus on 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 expense control and margin that should allow it to deliver strong financial results.
0: All right, and so if they're focusing on what they're supposed to be focusing on, right, trying to keep expenses down, um, as you said, Kim, you know, you like the strategy of focusing on the better customers at this point. You also noted a, a recent meeting and how the company has this all hands on deck type of mentality. Tell me a little bit about that and why you think um, that may or may not be some good news. Sure,
1: well, I think it was really interesting on Carol's first day that she had an all hands meeting and she laid out what the strategy was, that they were going to reduce or eliminate you know, um, programs that weren't adding to the bottom line. And she also opened her door, which I think is great. Um, there's a couple of things that I really look for in companies. One is that they know they're owned by shareholders, but two, that they have servant leaders. And for me, the the talk that I've heard from Carol Tomei is that she wants to make sure she has the right people in the right places and they can get their job done. And if there's something impeding that, her door is open and you can come and talk to her and they can get it, um, you know, get that problem solved. And I really love that because that says everyone's aligned. Everyone, every day they go there, they know they're there to serve customers, to treat their shareholders well, and to treat employees well. What more could you want in a company?
0: Yeah, understood. And so, Scott, you're looking at you know business to business, business to consumer, and inflation, and if they have the right pricing strategy and pricing power, Scott, you have an outperform rating, right? That's
2: right. Yeah, th- yeah, they've been very focused since the start of the pandemic on on pricing. There have been surcharges in place. They remain in place domestically, internationally. Um, the, the the environment is still strong for them internationally, and uh, I think they'll see a lot of benefit from those surcharges this year. Um, you know, we don't have the robust e-commerce activity um, relative to past that uh, you know now versus uh, the last two years. But uh, you know, I think that they uh, in this industry for their value proposition continue to price effectively to allow them to achieve their financial goals this year. They've uh, you know we we saw signs of inflation in their fourth quarter. About half of it um, of of the growth in the on the cost uh, side was um, was was from labor, and I think they're doing a very nice job of managing that. Um, they've they've relatively decent vis- visibility relative to certain peers. Um, the union base but i I think that uh uh yeah they are they are managing that they are very focused on that if we've as we've already discussed on this which is which is very important and importantly the past couple quarters they've shown good performance in a rising cost environment so um yeah just a couple data points but it's it's going in the right direction
0: yeah yeah well put um kim i know you like ups as you said do you like fedex too because they've both been beaten down when you look uh, one month. UPS is down about 14%, FedEx also. Um, is FedEx a name you also like? Would you buy both? Um,
1: actually, at this point, stay away from FedEx. They do have better high-margin overnight business, um, but that's always kind of cyclical with the economy, and especially in things like mortgage closings. Although, you know, DocuSign has really eaten away into wet signatures. Okay. So. Even that has not been necessarily the best for um, FedEx. Finally, I think UPS rules the ground game and everybody else is kind of playing uh, catch up for that last mile delivery.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Scott, your final thoughts here. I know you have an outperform on UPS and what about FedEx?
2: Yeah, we have just a perform rating on FedEx. We think we're getting closer to Seeing FedEx, uh, you know, kind of turn the corner and and start to improve their their final financial outlook, um, their 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 financial performance and their their margins in particular. But I think right now at this juncture, it's still a show me situation uh, for FedEx. We feel a lot more confidence in UPS, and um, and that goes beyond just uh, the the P Also like the the capital spending structure at UPS a little bit more. And uh, the return on invested capital is a good bit higher and looks to remain elevated for a while. We were talking before about uh, CEO mm-hmm. Tomei's focus on, on, on capital spending. And uh, I, I think that uh, UPS is in a, in, a, in, a, in a better position right now.
0: Yeah. Ah, OK. Scott Schneeberger of OPCO Oppenheimer and Kim Forrest of Boca Capital Partners. Thank you both very, very much. A great preview there of UPS, appreciate it.